What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Masters of the Cultureverse. I am your friendly neighborhood blurred here with my co-host, as always, the invincible Clay Stroman. How's it going, Clay? It's good, man. It's good to be back. We were away for a little while, and uh, here we are, like we never left. Don't, don't call it a comeback. I would never, but We've it is. We've been here for five weeks, minus the last week. Yes. Yes, as Clay mentioned, we took Labor Day off to uh, spend time with our friends and family as best we could through uh, this pandemic, you know. So we got a decent amount of news um, because we've been gone for for an extended period of time. But that that'll all come in due time. Clay, what you what you been watching? What you been reading? Um, So I recently got into this show called Shit's Creek on Netflix. Have you heard of that? I have heard of it. And everybody has told me I need to watch it, but I haven't. Yeah, same. And that's why I got into it. Um, I work with a lot of people who watch it and they just like rave about it. They're constantly throwing memes back and forth from the show. So I'm sitting back here like, okay, I don't really get the memes, but it seems kind of funny. So I'll get into it. Pretty funny show. Um, It's one of those shows that you can kind of just like casually watch. You know, there's not really a storyline to keep up with. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I, I really like The Office and Parks and Rec and those types of shows. So it's it's kind of like in that same vein. It's a nice, just like casual, funny show. How far in are you? So I'm in season four right now. I think there are... Oh, damn, you're deep in it. (laughs) Yeah, I've only been watching it for like the past few weeks. Um, I think there are five seasons, six, seven, eight, I don't know. Nine, ten? I think it's five. I think it's five. So you're almost done. Yeah, yeah. It's been pretty good. I would recommend. I think you should get into it. Jess would probably like it too. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. We watched the first two episodes a couple weeks ago, but we just haven't circled back around to it to like really like get into it, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. but we enjoyed what we saw. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would recommend it to anybody, whatever. Um, I've also got been... Clay's stamp of approval. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I've also been reading um, Justice League Dark Side War. Ooh. Yeah. I've not read yeah. that. So... Um, it's I got so I got the book because I had always seen this scene like on Reddit posts and things like that of Batman sitting in this like magic chair mm-hmm. um, with his eyes glowing and like looking really dope. And and it turns out in this story, it's not really a spoiler because this is kind of old and and this is one of the main things that happens. But he becomes the god of knowledge in this book. Ah. Yeah, yeah. So it's I mean, it's it's pretty sweet. So it's it's obviously the Justice League fighting against dark side um his daughter is like one of the main villains in it too uh wow. so it's yeah it's it's pretty sweet it's pretty sweet i would recommend that too although i have not finished it yet how far in that are you i'm about halfway through halfway through okay yeah. so you got a decent yeah. amount in there yeah yeah and i've also been reading american assassin which is a movie that came out a few years ago with um dylan o'brien right dylan o'brien and michael keaton and uh so I've seen that. I saw the movie first, and it was like, eh, whatever. Just like kind of a standard action movie. The book sure. is very solid. The book is, I would say, much better so far. Mm-hmm. I'm about halfway through that as well. I feel like you're just like halfway through everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll keep you. I'll keep you in the loop for. I don't know if I want to say when I finish, but if I finish. Ah, yes. The yeah. big if. Yeah, my attention span is not the best. Gotcha. Understandable. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. We live in a crazy world. We do. Lots of stuff going on. Lots of stuff to keep up with. Uh, why finish any of it? <laughs> there you go. You, you heard it here first, guys. Why finish anything? You heard it here first. Don't finish things. Okay? Never. That's our motto here. <laughs> so what about you? 
Um, I have been, what I've been watching and reading actually kind of coincide. So I hadn't watched the Netflix series of Unfortunate Events with uh, Neil Patrick Harris and all that. Mm-hmm. So we started watching that, and we are on, we are on the Ursat's elevator um, right now. And so I went to the library and I picked up one and two, the books one and two. So I've been reading through that. I'm, I'm not halfway through the book yet. I'm on chapter four. Um, but so I've been reading that, watching that. What else? What else? I did watch that show when it came out. What was it like a couple years ago? Mm-hmm. I, the last season came out, I think, like last year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. Pretty solid show. Decent adaptation of the book. Better, uh, better than the movie. Better than the movie, although I think I kind of like Jim Carrey better. That's I was going to say that, yes. Yeah. Jim Carrey, better Olaf, but overall, the show is better than the movie. Yes, agreed. But, but again, that's because they didn't try to cram three books into one thing. I don't right. Right. understand what the thought process behind that was. but Money. <laughs> Wouldn't you make more money spreading it out, though? Yes. <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think I, they they maybe thought like, okay, there's a chance this either is good or flops. People either are going to like it or they're not going to like it. Let's give them everything we got and just see if it sticks. It didn't stick. It didn't stick. People like Jim Carrey, not much else. Mm-hmm. Klaus didn't even have glasses. That's kind of like a big yeah, a that, big trait of his. Right, right. It's interesting. Anyway. Interesting choice. So what's going on in the wonderful world of sports, Clay? Well, you know what's going on. We got the NFL back, baby. Woo! Yeet. Um, so, yeah, we got football. Uh, week one, just what was happening currently. We got the uh, the Giants playing the Steelers right now. I, I will admit, not necessarily a game that I'm super interested in, which I guess mm-hmm. is kind of why we're talking during it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's football. I mean, I'll watch any football these days. I'll watch any sports these days. Um, and, yeah, I mean, football's back with a vengeance. We had a lot of really good games yesterday. Um we did have we did have a, you know an appropriate amount of teams that looked kind of rusty, people that looked kind of rusty, mm-hmm. uh, some pretty key injuries, which was pretty unfortunate, but not necessarily surprising because of the time that they took off. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean we've got fantasy going. Obviously, you're yep. in a league. I'm in a league. Well, I'm in six leagues, but who's counting? Six. Holy shit! Whoa, that's double the amount of leagues I'm in. Yeah, I don't really want to get into how that happened um, or why <laughs> it's happening to me. Okay. I will say that um, I thought being in six leagues was going to be like overwhelming, but it's mm-hmm. it's more on the on the side of it, I just don't really care about any of my teams now. <laughs> it's it's hard. So to, we've hit the threshold of where you just stopped caring totally because there's there's a couple leagues I'm in or one league that I'm in that I don't really care too much about is my work league that mm-hmm. I just joined because I only have. I have one work friend, and they needed somebody, and he was like, hey, join this league with people who have already worked at this company for years. And so I don't really know anybody in the league. Mm-hmm. So that's the one I don't really care about. Because you're kind of newish to your job? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't care about that. But the other two, I'm, I'm pretty pretty invested in. I mean, I'll say I'm in inve- – well, I am financially invested in multiple leagues. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I, there are a couple leagues that I care about. Like I'm the commissioner of a league. You're the commissioner of your league. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I care about that one. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That, I, okay, I am in one league where it's all strangers. So I, de- I, had, I haven't even looked at that one. 
how is it all strange? Did you guys meet on a street corner and say, hey, you want to join a football league? So it was it was actually some like league that I guess was like competitive to get into. Like they only had so many spots and like a lot of people wanted to get in. And Ethan, our friend from high school, mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. got me into it somehow. I guess it was these guys that like ran a like a pretty popular football podcast who were running mm-hmm. the league. I've Ethan, heard about these guys. Yeah, yeah, sure. So Ethan got me into this league and this was two years ago. It's a dynasty league. So it's just been going like with the same team. Um, and then, and then last year, Ethan quit it. So, (laughs) (laughs) but my team is actually like really good in that league. So I'm just like hanging around, no money involved. I'm just like kind of hanging out with a really good team in that league. Gotcha. Um, The rest of the leagues I'm in, I do know the people who are involved. So that's it. Well, there you go. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of overlap between them too. I tried to do a dynasty league once and I, I just did it one year and I was like, yeah, I don't really give a shit. Well, that's not how you do a dynasty league. Exactly. That kind of defeats the purpose, right? Right, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've got we've got some exciting stuff going on across the league. We've got Cam Newton back uh, as the quarterback of the Patriots, which is weird to say. See, sad experience, uh, yes. and he looks really good. He, he did. Yeah, he got he got their first win yesterday. He mm-hmm. ran for two touchdowns, so mm-hmm. he's he's looking like he's kind of in midseason form. Broke the um, Patriots record for uh, rushing. What's that? He broke the, the record yes. for rushing, right? For a quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, of yeah, course. Of course. Um, and then on the other hand, we have Tom Brady, who is now on the Buccaneers, and he looked bad, and the Buccaneers looked <laughs> bad. A lot of people are – like, I mean, they're the team is stacked. They've got tons of, like, at least decent running backs. They've got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, who are two of the best receivers in the league. Rob mm-hmm. Gronkowski is now there. Um so like yeah, they have a new coach. Uh, so it's they were supposed to look pretty good, and they looked pretty bad. I think. I mean, Tom Brady's forty three years old, so that kind of showed. He threw oldest non kicker in the league. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he threw a couple interceptions. Um, yeah, it was it was an interesting dynamic between him and Cam. But I just want to. I, I hate the Patriots, but I just want to see Cam succeed, no matter what. Yeah, I I still like Cam. There's no hard feelings. I know yeah. we kind of did him dirty, the, we being the Panthers, not... We, we being the Panthers, who take their best players and screw them over. Like Steve Smith, Cam Newton. Probably going to happen to McCaffrey at some point, somehow. Right. No, I'm going to take... I'm going to knock on... I'm going to knock on wood for that. Um, but yeah, speaking of the Panthers, they lost. Yes. Yeah. It was it was kind of a close game, though. Kind of a close game. I mean, it sucks to to put up 30 points as a team and still lose. Which means sure. that I mean their defense gave up thirty four points. So the Panthers yep. they don't have a great defense. Mm-hmm. Um, their offense looked decent, but um, you know Teddy Bridgewater's first game as the quarterback, he's probably a little I don't know maybe a little rusty something like I mean everybody looks kind of rusty these days except for a few key players that just like went off. One of them being sure. McCaffrey. Um, but yeah, I mean we're going to be talking a lot more about football. We've also got the NBA playoffs still going on. They're actually about to be in the conference finals. Before um, we start NBA, I had a question. Yeah. I have a friend who's also a uh, Panthers fan, and he he uh, is under the belief, like the, it's a theory that he has going on, that we're about to move from Charlotte to South Carolina. What do you, what do you think about that? I haven't heard anything about that. That's just a theory of his? Well, it's it's apparently it's like rumored rumor mill type stuff and he said that they've gotten rid of all their expensive players minus McCaffrey 
so that they can save money to make the move to South Carolina into a better market and then grab um, the Clemson quarterback. What's his name? Um, Trevor Lawrence. I don't know. Yes. I don't know, and, know why that took me a second. It's fine. To grab him and go into that South Carolina market was okay. his theory. So in order to, to get him, they would have to be the worst team in the league because he'll be the number one pick. Well, yeah, and that's what he, he foresees us being the worst team in the league because we have no defense. So I haven't heard any rumors about this. Hmm. I was curious on your thoughts. What do you think about a move to South Carolina, though? Uh, I'd be really salty about that because I just moved to Charlotte. <laughs> I'd be salty about that, and I don't even live in Charlotte. I, I mean, why, why would South Carolina be a better market? Like what, Charleston or something? With what? The college teams, yeah, because we don't, we, North Carolina doesn't really have good college football whereas south carolina usc is not the best but it's still kind of a, a crowd drawer and sure they have oh, well, Clemson sure. as well. okay i mean i mean there's better college football conferences down there like mm. like the acc doesn't really compare to the sec correct well south carolina's in the sec isn't it that's what i said oh oh, oh i see you're comparing like, north and south like I north got carolina you, I got you. nc state yeah ACC. I yeah um i don't know i I don't know that I don't even really see that making like a ton of sense. Hmm. And also just personally, I think it's a terrible move. <laughs> yes. When he told me that and he was like, he was not happy about it, but he's like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm like, I would be so pissed. So I do think that the Panthers are working on building a new stadium. That's what I've Where? heard. Well, in Charlotte, hmm. like I have, I've heard that bank of America stadium is kind of coming to an end here and, and they have plans to redo the stadium. Hmm. Do yeah. they have a uh, sponsor? Is it still going to be Bank of America or is it somebody else? I don't know. I feel like it would make sense for it to be Truist. You know that new bank? I've heard of it. Wells Fargo it... and SunTrust. They merged and became Truist. And that's like, oh. a, they have a very big presence within Charlotte. I mean, Charlotte's a huge bank city. Mm -hmm. um, and Truist has a really big presence here. So, I don't know. I, and they're putting their name on everything these days. Like, hmm. I want to say... I want to say I saw their name on some stadium already. Basketball? Football? Cricket? What? Did you say cricket? <laughs> yeah, Atlanta, Georgia. What? That's Truist Park. The Braves. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was a Braves game on the other day. That's where I saw it. Mm-hmm. Mm okay. Nice. Well, yes, we would. Okay, so now everybody knows mm -hmm. Clay and I would both be salty if the Panthers moved to South Carolina. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would hate for there not to be a football team in my state. Yeah. Even though they're, it's not the North Carolina Panthers. But I don't like care. Every, I don't care. No, no, I, I'm, I'm on your side. I'm I on know. your side. I know you are. <laughs> but what am I? <laughs> but apparently everybody um, up north, Jessica's family's from Massachusetts and shit, and they already think it's the South Carolina Panthers. I have to correct them all the time. Interesting. I didn't know that was a thing. People, I didn't either until I went up north. People thinking that. Hmm. They might just be stupid. I don't know. South Carolina Panthers. Because they were like, why are you guys Panthers? Well, not just just because a Patriots fan. They're like, why are you a Panthers fan? They're in South Carolina. I was like, no, no, no. Hmm. Interesting. I hope the rest of the country doesn't think that. We'll take a poll. Um, just go to our Instagram, masters.cultureverse, and tell us where do you think the Panthers play. So choice one, North Carolina, choice two, South Carolina. The poll is going to be 50%. One person chooses North Carolina. One person chooses South Carolina. 
Oh, that would be the best. I would, I would, I would actually get a chuckle out of that. I just got a chuckle out of it right now, and it hasn't even happened. It's like those Twitter polls. They say like how many people voted. It just says like two results on the bottom. Right. Right. Exactly. All right. I didn't mean to cut you off. Back to the NBA. Yeah, I'm. I'm almost like. I'm almost like a lot less interested in even talking about the NBA right now, just with football being so new and so back. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, the NBA. Uh, we're deep, deep, deep in the playoffs. The Conference finals are about to start. The Clippers and the Nuggets have game seven going on right now. Um, Whoever wins that, well, it's not going on right now. I forget when it is, maybe tomorrow night. Um, Whoever wins that. Tuesday. What's that? I said tomorrow being Tuesday. Right. Um, But I I actually didn't look yet. So whoever wins that is going to play the Lakers in the Western Conference finals. Um, And then we have the Heat and the Celtics starting their Eastern Conference finals right now. So we're getting we're getting to the end there. The um, Lakers the Lakers just beat the Rockets four to one, so almost a sweep there, a gentleman sweep, if you will. And uh, and yeah, never heard that. Yeah, and then um, the Clippers were like obviously heavily the favorites over the the Nuggets, and they've put up a really good series, and they pushed it to Game Seven. They won on Saturday, uh, a game where you know it was it was win or go home for them, and they won it. So now we've got an extended series. So, yeah, the, the playoffs are heating up, and uh, the Lakers are rolling. So I, I still think that they're kind of the favorites in all of it. But mm-hmm. these these Eastern Conference teams, the Heat and the Celtics, like they have looked better than I think anybody really imagined. Right. Yeah, so so I don't really know. Like like the East is normally a lot a lot weaker than the West. Mm-hmm. And neither of these teams are were the one seed. It's actually the first time that a one seed didn't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Wow. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. The Bucks, right? Yeah, yeah, the Bucks. Yeah, they looked. Yeah, the Bucks did not look good. Um, they haven't picked MVP yet, but a lot of people think it's going to be Giannis. But obviously, his team just got bounced. Meanwhile, LeBron's team is killing it, and he's mm-hmm. having he's putting up great games. Um, right. He's had a great season. And uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. I think either one of these Eastern conference teams like might have what it takes to beat the Lakers, beat the Clippers. If it's the nugget, I don't think it will be the nuggets who win this series, but if it is, um, the Lakers should probably blow through them. And then, um, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see which Eastern conference team comes out of it. Cause they both looked really good, like surprisingly good. And mm. we'll just, we'll see how it plays out. If you had to put money down, who would you put it on? The in Lakers. The oh, in, in the, in the East. Um, if I had to put money down, if I had to put money down, I think I would put it on the Celtics. They seem to have a more complete team, mm-hmm. um, but I like the Miami Heat better. They have better shooting. They have a couple players who are pretty exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, although the Celtics have Kemba Walker, who you know, former Charlotte guy. Yeah. So um, yeah, I don't know. Well, Jessica will be happy that you picked the Celtics. Um, if oh, anything, actually. Actually, no, I don't want to pick a Boston team. Oh, well, sorry, Jess. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Heat. Yeah, The Heat is Clay's choice. Lock it in. All right, so we're seeing Lakers, Heat, Lakers win it all. Yep. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Nice. No, yeah, there's a lot of sports going on. We got, what, four? NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB. Yep. Yep. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, it's a it's a good time to be alive. All right, what's your bet on when the NFL shuts down due to COVID? 
so from what I've heard, they're doing really well with it so far. Um, I want to say that they tested the entire league uh, at some point went last Wednesday, something like that. They tested the entire, like thousands and thousands of tests and they all came back negative. Mm-hmm. So it seems sure, like but they're not living in a bubble. Right, right. No bubble. Um, two, actually two teams have fans coming to their games. Just two. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could. So whenever I heard that, I threw out a guess immediately and it was, I was like, okay, so one of them's definitely the Jacksonville Jaguars because Florida, and <laughs> that was correct. <laughs> and the second one, we actually have, like, we saw them play on Thursday, uh, the Kansas City Texans game that took place in mm-hmm. Kansas City, who we mm-hmm. know has been very bad with COVID. <laughs> like, Missouri is bad. They've had those huge Ozark pool parties and stuff that, that like, have been going around, pictures yeah. of them. Um, so Kansas City is the other one. They had a bunch of fans in the stands. I thought uh, the crowd pumping in the crowd noise was interesting to me because for a second there I was like, oh, oh yeah, no, there's not people there. But it was like, it was just, I don't know, it's wild. Well, that's what they've been doing for the NBA games. Well, I mean, but at least in the NBA, you can kind of see the, the digital people, you know what I mean? Right. So you don't forget that people are watching. In the NBA, right. I mean, in the NFL, it was like they had those long things over the seats that had like team logos and shit. But yep. then I was hearing noise and I was I was a little confused. They should just put some like cardboard cutouts of people in the stands. They should. They, they actually, I think one team did do that. Did they? Mm, cardboard some, cutouts. Somebody had cardboard cutouts. Maybe it wasn't football. I can't. I can't remember. I feel like I need to see that. That sounds really funny. Um, yeah, I I could have sworn it it was, but I could be wrong. I, I'm wrong all the time. Don't say that. Okay, I'm I've, never wrong. I've heard you be right at least once. Oh, thank you. Just at least once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anything else in uh, the wonderful world of sports? Um, nah. <laughs> nah. That was, that was very convincing. It sounded like you had something you were thinking about possibly doing, and then, no. It's not worth it. Okay. Um, well, moving on to video games but kind of staying in the realm of sports colin kaepernick is going to be in madden 21 which i thought was interesting they just gonna have him as a free agent so i don't know i don't know exactly how they're doing that i haven't really looked into it a whole lot you know i I pretty much just like saw the news when it came out and i was like oh Mm -hmm. okay cool interesting um yeah i don't know it i don't know why do do you think there's a reason they're doing that yeah, <laughs> because of all the protests and everything, right. I'm sure that's the reason. Right, uh, sell more games if you put Colin in. You're like, oh, Madden's welcomed him back. I mean, it's kind of a, I don't know, uh, unsafe. I won't say it's an evil kind of move, but it's it's a little unsavory, I guess. Yeah, and the NFL, the NFL has kind of flipped on their Colin Kaepernick. Uh, national anthem protest or general protest on their, their whole stance with all that. Mm-hmm. Um, when it first started happening, they were not supportive of Colin Kaepernick. They blackballed him from the league essentially. Right. Um, and, uh, and now they're, you know, they're, they're embracing black lives matter and uh, kind of encouraging protests uh, during the, the pregame and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't, it, it seems like that's, that's just another move going in line with that flip. I would agree. I also haven't played Madden probably since I was in ninth grade. Yeah. Um, 
I, I have played Madden 20, 20, or sorry, Madden 20, um, or Madden 25, I think was the last one actually. Oh yeah. Like, like the 25th one. year anniversary. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've played that one, but you know, it's, it's just one of those sports games. That's, that's just a copy and paste every single year. It is. And at least with 2k, I kind of get the, my player story thing and I get a different story. Nothing beats. What was it? 16 that Spike Lee directed. I like that one. That was yeah. a good one. <laughs> okay. I hated that one. You hated that one? No, that was great. I thought I just thought it was so cheesy. The story itself was just cheesy. I also liked the one after that with Michael B. Jordan. Okay, so I actually kind of did like that one. Okay. Yeah. Those are um, my top two. The rest of them have not lived up to the expectations I've had. Yeah. But, yeah, I've, I've kind of stopped playing 2K over the past couple of years, though. I used to play it a lot, a lot, a lot. But it's mm-hmm. kind of, and I was always into the My Player. But now it's very much a uh, pay-to-play or pay-to-win type of game. Yeah. Um, everybody who's actually competing in my player, they're putting money in, they're buying VC, and mm-hmm. just building their guy up, you know, to the top on day one. Right. And those are the people who are on the courts and running shit. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I'm trying to grind out seasons, and they lower the amount of a reward that you get for each game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes way, way, way longer. Like it takes like months and months to like build your guy up to even like an 80 where wow. you could just play one season and your guy was a superstar at the end of it like back sure. in back when i started playing 2k and like 2k 2k 10 ish mm-hmm. yeah yeah um i feel like that's the problem with with games like this like if i i don't want to spend like hundreds of dollars just to build my player up and then i have to do that Every year you come out with a new game, which is every year. And it's the exact same game as the last year. You just have to start right. over, put more money back into it if you actually want to compete. Right. And I don't know why. They, well, I know why. Money. But I wish <laughs> they would have it so that you could transfer your character over to the next game somehow. And even, okay, but even that would if make you want to drop that would him make down too a little bit. Sense. That would make too much sense for the consumer. I guess so. We're not. We're, why would we want to be consumer friendly here? <laughs> we're not here for you. We're here for your money. Right. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. No. But I mean, it would. I mean, I would find it more fun because I would still. I would still buy the game. So you're getting that money, but you're not getting. And you're still going to get my VC because in my model, you would. I wouldn't. If I had a 99 and I moved it to say I'm, I'm in 20 and I have a 99. I moved to 21. He wouldn't be a 99. Maybe bump him down to like a 60 or something. So you still have to work a little bit. 60 is pretty bad. That's kind of like close to where you start anyways. It, it, okay, 75. Like you, can't, you can't compete in like my park with a level 60 player or 75 even really. Well, I'm, I'm not just talking from the my park perspective. Right. I'm talking from like um, like if I'm just playing my player by myself. Because mm-hmm. I don't feel like grinding every year for saying I'm just going to play... 2k19 some more you know what i mean right right but yeah i don't know it's it's kind of annoying yeah a little bit but anyway, those games still sell like hotcakes regardless so they're not going to stop doing it yeah no people still buy people i don't think people realize how much power they have with like these companies like like if they just stopped buying shit right but, but there's always there's always 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 going to be enough people who still buy it at the end of the day because they don't really care that much about the money that they're putting into it. Right. Like I've got, I've got multiple friends who still buy 2k every year and they'll buy it, buy the game for 60 bucks immediately put 40 more dollars into it for VC to build their guy up at the beginning. 
Jesus. Yeah, it doesn't seem remotely worth it. No, not at all. The Xbox Series X and S have their release date set for November 10th. The S, which is the lower end model, is going to be $299, while the X will be $499. Um, and the difference here I got written down, Series X is targeting running games at 60 frames per second at a full 4K resolution, where the Series S will target a lower 1440p resolution at 60 frames per second. So it's just graphics and, and how high def you want the shit to be. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a 4K TV anyway, it makes no sense to get the X, you know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah, that that price for the S is pretty solid. That's a nice price. I'm not an Xbox guy, but I don't know, me neither. I'm gonna play well, okay, I have an Xbox One, but I have the original, like big ass box Xbox One, the first one that ever came out. Um sure. and then I got a PlayStation four like just two years ago. Yeah. No, I, I was the same way. I had an Xbox One, but then I sold it because PlayStation. Yep, because PlayStation. <laughs> PlayStation's got the the exclusives like I feel like it doesn't even really make sense to buy an Xbox these days. Like, unless you're just a Halo diehard. Um, yeah, which I don't, I, I mean, I see a few of them, but I don't see nearly as many as I used to. Like, when, what? When we were in Halo diehards. Like when oh, we were yeah, in, yeah, yeah. When we were in high school and shit, like, Halo this, Halo that, Xbox, give me a Mountain Dew, you know? But mm -hmm. now, not so much. Yeah, when I first um, asked my parents to buy me a 360 in, I don't know, I got I got my 360 late. I think I was already in high school, maybe like ninth mm -hmm. or tenth grade or something, and um, it was because I wanted to play Halo, and I got the 360 and never got Halo. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of defeats the purpose, I guess. After a couple of years, I was like, wait, why are there so many PlayStation games that I can't play? They look so cool, <laughs> and then here I am not playing Halo. <laughs> right. Oh, oh yeah. man. Um, but then the the Series X that's that's at the same price point that the PS5 is supposed to be, right? Rumored, we don't know for sure, right, certain, right. but yeah. So I, they we, were they were like big dicking each other, not releasing their price to see who's was going to release first and right. kind of gauge off of that. So right, I, I think I mean I think this is it's pretty safe to say now that they've released this this information that the PS5 is probably going to be right around there. Definitely, right? definitely. Um, yeah. So the PS5, do we know when it's coming out? I thought I was thinking it was coming out in like December around Christmas or something. Do we know? Have a have like a nope. rumored idea? A rumored idea is like Novemberish. Okay, it's, cool. It's it's definitely we don't know. Right. It's definitely like um I told you a couple weeks ago. I I did the pre-order for the pre-order. I signed up for that shit. Yep. Apparently that's supposed to be coming out here in the next couple weeks, I'm pretty sure. Um, to sign up for the actual pre-order. Gotcha. Um, my guess is if this is coming out November 10th, it's going to be like a, a week before a week after it's going to, they, they're going to have to get that black Friday right. date in, you know what I mean? So right. that people will get, but we also know there's a limited amount of playstations. So I don't know what they're doing in, in that front, like how they're calculating. All right, if we release it here, we know blah, 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 blah. But if there's so if there's a limited amount, wouldn't it make sense that like the people who are pre-ordering it are just gonna get all of them? No, because they put they put um what do you call it? I can't think of the damn word like stipulations like you can only get one per household mm -hmm. yada yada yada. Okay. So you can't just go like all right, I want three of these bitches and then sell two. 
But like, don't you think there, if, since there's a limited number, don't you think that there are enough people who are pre-ordering one? Oh, not everybody gets up? to pre-order. Not everybody gets to pre-order. Okay. Gotcha. So the supply that they have, they are not allowing all of them to be pre-ordered. Correct. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yep. I'm, uh, hey, I will be getting the PS5 at some point. I'm not interested in the Xbox Series X or S, whatever. Same. That Same. haptic feedback controller is going to be dope. Yes. Being able to tell who I am by the way I grip the controller. Don't know how that works. That's still going to be cool. And all the sensations that come from the games into your hands. I just want to yeah. feel again. <laughs> it's been so long. I just want to feel something. Anything. <laughs> and haptic <laughs> feedback will, will do that uh, for me. That's fine. Moving from Xbox and PlayStation to the number three in our holy trinity, Nintendo, a Zelda prequel game was announced, and it's going to be set a hundred years before Breath of the Wild, which neither Clay nor I have played. I played about, mm, I don't know, ten minutes of Breath of the Wild, and I, I enjoyed It's a nice open world Zelda, but I was never really a big Zelda dude. Yeah, I think... So, you know, I've, I've thought about getting a Switch here and there. I don't know that I travel enough to make it, like, worthwhile. Also, my roommate has one. Um, oh, there you go. But, like, if I had a Switch, I would have Breath of the Wild. I think that would be one of the games that I would have. Yeah. Along with Super Smash Brothers, obviously. Yes, we have, we have that. See, I bought the Switch for Jessica because she's not a big gamer, but she does, like, like Mario, Nintendo, like, those are her games that she likes to play. She'll, she won't play, like, the PlayStation too much or anything like that. Um, so I got the Switch for her. She's she's also not that into Zelda. So I don't spend enough time with the Switch. Like, that's her console. So I I haven't bought it for myself. Where if I thought if I played the Switch more, I definitely would have bought Breath of the Wild to begin mm -hmm. with. But, I mean, we have Smash Brothers, Mario Kart, Odyssey, and we have Odyssey. Like, those are the things that we... Um, we Mario Party, of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah, and if... I... Go ahead. No, you. Oh, thank you. You're mm -hmm. too kind, sir. Mm -hmm. um, I pre-ordered that Mario anniversary thing that's going to have like Mario 64 and, and the other two Mario games. Yeah, I did see that. Mario 64 is, I, I used to play the shit out of that. Jumping through those pictures. I oh, yeah. Like Blue's Clues. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I've, I've seen a good amount of gameplay from Breath of the Wild. You know, obviously working from home, just like I've got YouTube videos just playing in the background constantly. And, right. uh, and like gameplay videos, those are good ones to just have. We don't really have to pay attention. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, it, it looks like a lot of fun. You know, I think I would enjoy playing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe one day. Maybe, but nah, I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> we'll see. Move, moving on to television. Keeping up with the Kardashians is ending after 14 years. We're going to get the final season next year, 2021. That's it. What the are they going to do? The end of an era. Um, I think they're going to they're gonna work in like a, a Hunger Games type of concept to it. Mm, go on. Yeah, to go out with a bang. Um, they're just going to have all of the, the sisters fight to the death, um, from what I've heard, at least. Mm -hmm. and, what about uh, Rob? Fight to the death as my cat is slashing my arm off. I was about to say, what is going on over there? <laughs> <laughs> um, Rob will be the... Uh, the the announcer guy the stanley tucci guy okay <laughs> no wait no scott disick will be that guy oh yes yeah. he would be much more entertaining yes although stanley tucci is pretty entertaining no i'm more entertaining than rob oh yes 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 absolutely mm -hmm. um rob will be involved too he'll be in the fight 
Chris will be in there. Caitlin will be in there. That'll be a interesting final season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have to do something to go out with a bang. So th- that's what they've landed on. True. Mm-hmm. But on a more serious note, I mean, I've, I've watched some episodes here and there. I'm not going to front. Like, I've, I've watched it before. It's it's entertaining for, like, just dumb shit to put on when you got nothing else to do. You know what I mean? I can't say You're that looking I do because I've never watched it. I've never You've watched, never watched a single episode? No, no. I, don't, I just wow. don't really want to do that to myself. I mean, it's it's not as bad as everybody makes it out to be. Like, if you're just, like, you, if you go in knowing, like, this is trash TV. Like, this is not that is how anything I would go of in. substance. What? That is how I would go into it. Exactly. So, if you go in like that, then no harm, no foul. It's not like you're like, oh, my God, I love them. I need to do everything just like, you know what I mean? It's 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 not nothing. But I, I am interested that after 14 years, they're ending it. And besides... Uh, two of them, none of them really have like talent or, the two or being a Kim business and, or something. The, the you know? two being Kim and Kylie. Right. Well, I mean, Kendall's I got her modeling, so I'll say should, three. I don't know that you should have said talent. I said they don't have talent or a business. You said the rest of them don't have talent or a business. The ones who are popular. They have business, no talent. Have talent. They have business, yes. Okay. But I'm saying if they had talent, they could segue into something in the acting or musical realm mm-hmm. yes yeah but they don't so i'm curious what's i, I mean they they've already made a shit ton of money and yeah, i'm I sure they'll, they'll be all right regardless yeah they have royalties and shit but yeah. I, i'm just curious if it's gonna come back because I, I i'm curious to see how long this like it's we're done is gonna last what if they try to bring it back except without like let's say i don't know why they're ending it but let's just say hypothetically it's partially because Kim and Kylie are too busy. Mm-hmm. Um, what if they try to bring it back like a year or two down the line without them? Mm. Probably be much worse, right? Yeah, probably. Because I feel like Kylie and Kendall aren't like super like in it right now. It's the it's the older three, uh, Kim, uh, Chloe, and Courtney. Like mm-hmm. those are the three that make it. Oh, I forgot there was a Courtney. There is a Courtney. That's Lord Disick's uh, ex. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so, yeah, I haven't watched an episode, but I have seen a bunch of clips from it, obviously, like on social mm-hmm. media and stuff, mostly mm-hmm. of people just talking shit to each other, like Kim and Chloe talking shit back and forth or Scott Disick just talking shit to all of them. Like, right. I've seen a bunch of, like, highlight videos of him just talking shit. <laughs> and he uh, they seem fun. really fucking funny. He's funny. He's funny. He's hilarious. He's, yeah, yeah, I like that guy. He's funny. Maybe we should watch the show just for him. How how much is he in it? He's in a decent amount. Okay. Like, even though they're broken up, he's still there because, you know, they've got three kids together, so he's still always around. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, so the show's dead. And speaking of things that are dead. The Walking Dead <laughs> is ending in 2022 with season 11. Now, I will tell you. Have you kept up? I will tell you, and then I will ask you. <laughs> I stopped watching The Walking Dead don't remember what season it is. I remember they were in the jail and it was after the governor. He that's, was the big villain after that season. Into that season three, I believe. That's early. Three or four. Yeah. Well, that's when I stopped. Like, okay. And I have not watched because it it got repetitive mm-hmm. and not as it wasn't as engaging to mm-hmm. me anymore. Yeah. So I stuck with it a lot longer than that. I watched like heavily through season eight. Hmm. Um, season eight is when they introduced Negan, you know, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yep. yep, yep. Um, I've is, seen the clip of him and Glenn and 
Right. That. So he's the most, you know, he's the most popular, the most well-known character from the comic. So I definitely wanted to to see what they did with that. It ended up being the worst season, the worst one. Uh, wow. Yeah, the worst one. So every every episode was pretty much just gun battles between two groups. That was the most repetitive the show ever, 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 ever got. Hmm. Um, and that season got such bad reviews that they switched the showrunner after that and brought somebody new in for season nine and kind of changed the show up a lot. It started getting really good reviews again, actually. Wow. Did you yeah. jump back in after that? So I watched, I actually did watch season nine, but after the fact, and, um, I will say it was solid, but at that point, season nine is when Rick, uh, gets removed from the show. Mm -hmm. He doesn't die. Um, he gets removed. Doesn't he like go off in a helicopter or some shit? Somebody takes him away in a helicopter. Yes. Yeah. Spoiler alert. And, uh, it's because it's because Andrew Lincoln just wanted to go back to London with his family because he had mm -hmm. been filming this show for 10 years. Um, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't really blame the guy, but the show is, the show's not the same without him. Um, it's, it's just not. And I think that's probably part of the reason they're deciding to end it. Like if he was still there, they could probably just keep going and going because there's a lot of storyline left from the comics that they're not going to be able to, to get into if they just end it. Um, mm -hmm. but, but yeah, I know, I know the show kind of dropped off. A lot of people actually say that they're like on Reddit and stuff. I'm part of the walking dead subreddit. I kind of follow that stuff. And uh, mm -hmm. a lot of people say that season five is their favorite season, which a bunch of pretty wild shit does happen in season five. The group is mostly on the road for it. So it's just, it's more about survival than like, like group politics and like being in like a settlement that maybe has some safety. There's just a bunch of wild shit that goes down. Wow. Okay. Did you hear well, about that, that spinoff show that they're making with kids? Walk, it's called like Walking Dead, A World Beyond or something. Supposedly, no, I was about to mention a different spinoff, but please enlighten me. What fear the walking dead? Mm -mm. Um, it's a, a Carol Daryl spinoff. Oh no, I did see, I did see news about that. Do you too. hear that motorcycle? I did. Jesus did Christ. That. Anyway, what were you saying? So, um, yeah, they're making a spinoff. It's kids. And the concept is they, I, they just put out the first like official trailer for it earlier this week. And, um, the concept is that it's 10 years after the apocalypse started the world has returned almost to normalcy. It's it's pretty much just like huge communities that are very safe, but then on the outside, there's still zombies. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't really know like what, what causes them to want to do this, but these kids, it's a group of like four kids, uh, they end up leaving their settlement to go out like into the wild, maybe to go after somebody or something who got mm -hmm. taken, I don't know, left. Um, it, it looks very much like Walking Dead as a CW show or like as a <laughs> Disney show, I, I won't be watching. <laughs> no, that's interesting. All right. So you said it takes place 10 years after the apocalypse. How long does the main series like, I think what's I the think, timeline? I think now where they're at in the show, it's like a few years, like three, four, oh, this is only a couple years, maybe more than that. Maybe five ish, six ish. Okay, and so the new spinoff would be five more years after that? I think it's at least a few years after it. Okay, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so yeah, it's it's gone. Bye-bye in 2022, but we're getting a Carol Darrell spinoff and a children CW spinoff, <laughs> and we still have Fear of the Walking Dead, right? Yeah. So, so we're losing the main show, but these other shows are still around. For how long? Probably not that much longer than they are right now but they're gonna keep milking that that franchise as long as they can like yeah 
but I feel like with the main show going off, it's like only a matter of time. That's like when right. CSI, you know, you had CSI, CSI Miami, New York. Mm-hmm. Once the first CSI went off, then it was like the other two left like kind of a couple years, like right after. Right. So right. I foresee the same thing happening. Yeah. I mean, um, you take Grissom out of the equation. It's like taking Rick out of the equation. There you go. Who replaced him? Lawrence Fishburne? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Obi-Wan series, we've all been waiting for this. Um, We've learned that it's a standalone season. They have no plans for a season two, and production will start spring 2021. Hopefully once uh, Corona has more, we have a vaccine, hopefully, and we've got more of a handle on this, right? Yeah. Um, So I thought it was interesting that they they just planned, like, just one season. We're not going to do any more, just this one little story, which hopefully, since they're doing that, It'll be good because I know a lot of times when um, when like companies have no direction on where they're going, they kind of just wander around and it gets kind of uh, monotonous and it's not as good. But if they've sat down mm-hmm. and they're like, all right, we're going to do five seasons like Breaking Bad. We're going to have five seasons. Here's our whole arc. It's really good. And since they know they're just doing one season, I hope this will be really good. Yeah, I'm loving this idea. I mean, we, we've been waiting for the show for a while. Obi-Wan is the man. I mean, he's basically Jesus of Star Wars. Um, this is going to be great. And uh, Ewan McGregor, who obviously plays Obi-Wan, has said that he's more excited for this than he ever was filming the prequels because he, back then he didn't really know like how big that this was. Mm-hmm. But now that everyone is obsessed with Obi-Wan and the prequels are like this huge meme-worthy thing, right. um, he's like very very excited he's like i know i now know how important this is and maybe i didn't before like Mm -hmm. i'm so excited for this like more so than ever so that's awesome he's gonna kill it yeah i can't wait and he's he's a good 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 actor he's a good actor (laughs) i don't know what was going on have you seen dr sleep i have not seen dr sleep but i heard he was probably the best part of that movie it's a solid movie i mean it's the i heard it wasn't that good okay it's not i didn't say that it's a great movie or a good movie i said it's a solid movie Okay. Um, I need to rewatch The Shining and then I'll watch it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a couple of years since I've seen The Shining. Yeah. Um, there are enough callbacks to The Shining where, like, I haven't seen The Shining in a, in a few years, but, like, it came back to me as I was watching Dr. Sleep. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm pumped for Obi-Wan. Give me Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah, me too. Inject it straight in my veins now. I didn't put this on the um, list, but I think I saw somewhere that Falcon and the Winter Soldier is about to start production back up, but I thought they had already finished. Um, I don't know that I'd ever heard that they finished. I know that they definitely were filming at one point, mm. but okay. I feel like if they had finished, we would have trailers and shit. True. Well, we had that. Did we not have part of a trailer when they did that whole like WandaVision? Yeah, it was like a, a few seconds of footage. Okay. Probably like a, a Batman type deal. Like Matt um, Reeves, Batman. No, dude. no, no. We did not see anything close. Like with Matt. No, no Reeves, I'm saying, I'm saying they stopped productions, but they had a little bit that they could put in that trailer. Right, but it was nowhere near as like as much content as we got with the Batman. Well, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, it was just like one one little clip. Which Wandavision should be coming out soon, ish, right? I think so. Because that was done. I believe so. Because that was supposed to be the first one out. Yeah, I do also know. You know the that what if show that they're putting out. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know that Chadwick Boseman had done all of his lines for that show. So. Yes, I did see that too, which that's going to be awesome. Yep. So we'll get his voice in that. I believe there's there's a, a thing, like one of the episodes has him as Star-Lord. 
Yes, that that's his what if. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Um going to movies. Sony has said they won't release any major films until theaters are opening at significant capacity. So Morbius, Ghostbusters Afterlife, and Venom 2, they still remain slated for 2021. They haven't shifted those dates yet, but I'm sure they will. So I have a question for you. Go ahead. Do you care about this? Do I care about... Um, I'm... Okay, I don't care, but I'm curious to see what they do with Morbius, because I always thought Morbius was a pretty interesting character. What about Morbius without Spider-Man, though? Yeah, that's where I stopped caring. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, we got Venom without Spider-Man. We got Morbius without Spider-Man. Are we going to have, so they, they, um, we got Ghostbusters without Spider-Man. Yeah. How, how do you do Ghostbusters without Spider-Man? I don't, it better be a good fucking ghost. <laughs> Spider-Man is a key part of the Ghostbusters. Yeah. He's in all their mythos. Yeah. He's basically the founder of the Ghostbusters. That's he's, what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know what they're doing over there at Sony. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Why are, um, they, why are they making another Ghostbusters movie? Is it with the same cast as the last one? The no. SNL girls? No. Um, you didn't see the trailer for this one? Because the trailer came out pre, pre-COVID. pre uh, Maybe. I'm pretty sure it's got Finn Whitrock. Finn, no, not Finn. Finn Wolfhard. Okay. Uh, Stranger Things kid. Um, And it's like... It's like a... How do I explain this? Is it like more serious? It looks like it's a. It looks more serious, yes, but it's also like a. a oh, Paul Rudd's in it. Oh, um, well, uh, I'm in. <laughs> there you go. That's all it okay. takes. Um, but they've also brought back some of the original uh, Ghostbusters cast, like Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson, Sigourney Weaver, their uh, Annie Potts. They're uh, on the cast list, so I think this one's gonna be. Better than the, uh, I don't remember what year that was, 2016, the one with <clears throat> Melissa McCarthy and, and all them. Because mm-hmm. I feel like they tried to go more, which, all right, yes, the first Ghostbusters were funny, but it was funny because they were funny in in the truth-telling of the world that they built, whereas the other Ghostbusters was just trying to be, like, they were like, all right, we're going for a straight comedy movie, you know? There yeah. was no, like, seriousness. There was no stakes. I didn't feel any danger, whereas in the first one, you felt that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I've actually heard about. So I I have not seen that 2016 or 2017 SNL Ghostbusters. Right. Um, haven't seen it. Probably never will. But I have. You know, I've heard. Anything. Yeah, um, I've heard that part of it was that they pretty much just gave them the freedom to just like ad lib most of the scenes, hmm. and it ended up just being like them just saying dumb shit back and forth, and like I don't know. I don't know. No, yeah, that makes sense, but. This one I'm I'm actually excited about because um, we got the returning cast. We got a more serious tone with, I'm sure we'll have some some brevity with, a, like, you got Bill Murray in there. You got Dan Aykroyd. It's going to be Paul funny. Rudd there. Come on. Yeah, exactly. But it's it also just looks a lot more solid. When we get off, you, you should watch the trailer. Okay. Um, Let's see. What do we got next? Fast 9. Go into space. That's all I got. Because <laughs> I that of, was interesting. Because, of course, they are. Right. <laughs> I just love looking back at where F- the Fast and the Furious, the very first movie, where they started and where they are now. And it is just like night and day. It, it still baffles me. Remember, but, remember when the movies used to be about race, just racing? Just street racing. Yeah. yeah. But this, this, that was my point. They were like, all right, our movies, 
we're kind of stagnating. We're not really doing, let's just go wild. And that's what they did. They just fucking start blowing shit up, start doing shit that well, no fucking street, random street racer is going to be able to do this shit. Fucking jumping cars from the Burj Khalifa building, shit like that. Like that's not, they're dropping cars out of planes. Right. They're, they're like taking, uh, jumping tanks between freeways and stuff. Yeah. So these movies are, I mean, they're the Avengers with some cars involved. Right. Exactly. And they know, they know it, like they play it serious. So they, they, they know what they are and that's, that's what makes them great. Or you know what I mean? Great. Um, right. Entertaining. Yes. That's what makes like, them I will still watch them. Yeah. I'll watch them. Um, and obviously we've already determined that fast 10 will be introducing the multiverse, uh, right. different dimensions and things like that. Time right. travel. Yeah. Fast That's 10's how gonna Han be... is still alive. Right, right. Yeah, Fast 10 is going to be crazy. You heard it here first. Um, Wonder Woman 84 delayed till Christmas. Not really surprised there. No. What does it have, like five different dates now? Something like that, yeah. Should we um, be concerned at this point? Should we be concerned? I wouldn't know because I feel like these delays now are just... Because they want to make money, you know what I mean, in the theaters. Right. So I'm not too worried right. about these delays as long as they don't touch it anymore. That It's when, like, you have the time to keep meddling with things is where it gets dicey. Like, I could write this whole thing and I'd be like, all right, the, somebody's like, all right, it's got to be due by this date. And I'm like, all right, done. It's it's good. I've done great. But then, like, actually, you can have a few few more months. And then I start fiddling with it, and that's when you get into trouble. So go as long away as they from, don't do that. Yeah, you go away from that original vision. Right. Typically, if there's any reshoots at all, you can, I mean, it's kind of a, a sign that things aren't going incredibly good. Well, um, but so multiple I don't know reshoots. Because, I mean, you right, can reshoot stuff right, once. Right, right. Multiple reshoots. Um, like we had with, like, Justice League with, like, Suicide Squad. And New Mutants is the, <laughs> New Mutants. the newest one. Oh, man. Did you watch that? No, no. Although, are you going to? So the reviews are trash, which is not surprising. Yeah. We kind of, I feel like we kind of predict that, or everybody did. And um, I actually saw a review about it on YouTube the other day in my infinite YouTube watching since I work from home um, that said it was good, like not incredible, but like nowhere near as bad as the reviews say. Mm -hmm. And the the dude had some pretty like concise points about the movie that got me thinking like, Maybe this is at least worth me watching. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't have high expectations for it. And I'm sure I wouldn't leave the movie being like, oh, that was actually really dope. But like, right. I don't know. I'm starting to think that maybe it's worth a couple hours of my life. But okay. I, I, I'm probably wrong about that though. And I probably won't watch it. I'll, I'll bite the bullet for you and watch it first. Wow, dude. You're so selfless. Sometimes. Um, Wonder Woman has had six release dates. So okay. originally December 13th, 2019, then November 1st, 2019, then June 5th, 2020, August 14th, 2020, October 2nd, 2020, and now December 25th, 2020. Okay. So th those last like three or four were COVID. So I'm not too worried. Again, mm -hmm. as long as they don't start fucking with shit. Yeah. I mean, I like... I like this DC Wonder Woman. I like Gal Gadot. She's awesome. Yeah. Um, the first movie was very solid, pretty solid. It was. And I, I like cool. 80s themed stuff. We, we obviously weren't oh, yeah. alive during the 80s, but I like the aesthetic and the like vibes that we get from that. I feel like I should have been alive in the 80s. 
you would have been running amok. How is that different from now? You got me. So what you're saying is that I would have been me just in the 80s. Yeah, exactly. I think if I had to choose a decade to be, to have like some of my formative years in, it would probably be the 80s. That would be good. Or going to college in the 80s. Oh, yeah, that would have been wild. I feel like the 80s and the 90s are pretty similar. We were just very young in the 90s. You know what I mean? Pretty similar, but I feel like like the the 80s still had that like that awesome like classic rock, like rock and roll was still huge in the 80s. Yeah. Drugs were still really big. Yeah, the that's cocaine the, that's was the, wild. <laughs> that's my main thing. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but like Woodstock and things like that was was still kind of a thing. They had Woodstock in the 80s? Did they not? That was in the 60s. It, it wasn't in the 80s at all. I think they just did one in the 60s and they tried to bring it back in the 90s and it was like a shit show. Okay, maybe that's what I was thinking. The the 90s Woodstock? Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) I'm thinking about, now I'm thinking about like the ski suits that people would wear and like like parties at at ski resorts that you would see in Hot Tub Time Machine. Mm. Yeah, that's what I want. Woodstock. August 15th through don't the 18th of 1969. Don't say, don't say it. Too late. Too fucking late. Let's just move on. <laughs> um, where are we? Thor, love and, and thunder. Note, read Chris Hemsworth quote. All right, so let me get this Chris Hemsworth <laughs> quote. <laughs> flawless. Um, A flawless transition. Says, I know. I loved it. Um, I'm not going into any retirement period. Thor is way too young for that. He's only 1,500 years old. It's definitely not a film where I say goodbye to this franchise. At least I hope not. And that's uh, Chris Chris Hemsworth talking on Thor passing the baton in Love and Thunder because we know Jane is going to wield Mjolnir. Um, He's also said, I had a lot more fun than on Thor Ragnarok, and that shows something because that movie was brilliant. And that's him after reading the Thor Love and Thunder script. So pretty solid wording from him yeah that's a bold slash dope statement right because i mean ragnarok was great it was it was definitely the best thor movie and it was a turning point for thor where he kind of if he he fell into where he lies you know i mean like the first one and the second one to an extent too they tried to play him more shakespearean and more serious he was dull yeah exactly he's boring and that was why they bought uh, the director, Kenneth Branagh, also known as Gilroy Lockhart for the first Thor movie. Okay. He's like a well-known, accomplished Shakespearean actor. And they brought him in to direct because of his background in Shakespeare. You're telling thought, me that Gilderoy Lockhart was the director of the first Thor movie? Yeah. How did I not know that? That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, they brought him because of his Shakespeare background and because that's what they thought Thor was going to be. Because you know he's uh, this Viking god, blah right. blah blah. But right. Doth Mother Tini took that and was like, wear oh, her fuck drapes. that." Yeah, <laughs> I so, love that line. Yeah, so now Thor is like funny. They took mm-hmm. him from being maybe the most boring Avenger to being probably the funnest Avenger. I don't know. I think Tony's still pretty well. Not anymore. Well, R.I.P. He was pretty fun. Yeah, but Tony was like very serious in the last few movie, movies we've seen him in. 
Like he wasn't necessarily that, like, and that was like a good a, arc. Yes, you're right. Yeah, he wasn't right, necessarily right. like Iron Man one Tony anymore. You're right. Um, or even like Avengers one Tony. You're right. Yeah, and now like, I concede. Yeah, of course Marvel's not going to let Thor go, like, or not let Chris Hemsworth go. Yeah, well, he's he would be the last of the big three, so right. they got to keep him around as long as they can. I feel like, and they I'm need... sure he wants to stick around too. He seems like like he really loves Thor, so and especially yeah. now that they're just now finding their stride with him. Right. Right. Um, yeah, I feel like they need to keep they need to keep one or two of those main Avengers around, like for the long run, so that there's some like frame of reference to like where this shit all started. Yeah. Some some like some continuity. Yes, continuity. That's what I was thinking of. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, I agree. Because let's see, we had six in the original, and we've lost three of them. Yeah. Half of them are gone. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy man. Well, no, we've. Well, I think it's probably safe to to say that we're not going to really see Hawkeye anymore outside of that show. What show? The Hawkeye show <laughs> <laughs> that they're putting on Disney Plus. You're right. Yeah, yeah. The Kate, Kate Bishop show. Bishop. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> uh, moving from Marvel to DC, there was a Fandom Part Two, which I did not watch because I was pretty. Like the first part was all of the like juicy stuff where yep. where you really wanted. So I just kind of read what was going on in this part two. Mm-hmm. And the only significant thing I saw was a quote that said, as he pulls up the quote, it says the flash movie restarts everything. So the flash director, Andy Muschietti, who I believe also did the it movies, he did. Um, revealed the film effectively restarts the DCEU with Barry Allen, remembering what came before while acting as a bridge for various characters and timelines. So it sounds like they're using this flash movie to do what I've suggested to you and to countless other people mm-hmm. of a soft reboot. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to go with, with like a flashpoint type story where he's probably going to go back in time and save his mom and it's going to like change the timeline and a bunch of shit's going to switch. And then mm-hmm. they're going to figure out how to make the DCU just better going forward because of that, which obviously right. it could use some work. Tons of work. Yeah. Yeah. Although they have been, they have been better recently now that they're not connecting the movies. Like Aquaman was not really connected to anything. Um, Shazam was not really connected to anything. Both of those movies got really good reviews. Which kind of defeats the purpose of what they were trying to do, though. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and that's why they went the other way with it, because they tried to do it. It didn't work because they sucked at it. Well, that's because they rushed. I, I, we don't need to get into this. Well, that's that's why the they, they sucked. Rushed that's it. how they sucked at it. They rushed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, there were also a couple really bad movies that were made in there, like on their own merit. Suicide Squad was awful. Um, I don't think it's that bad. I do. I know. We don't agree on this point. We don't have to get into it. <laughs> we can we can duke it out offline. All right. Uh Jonathan Majors, it was just announced like today I saw it, uh mm-hmm. to play Kang the Conqueror in Ant-Man 3. Now, uh Jonathan Majors is from his biggest thing so far is Loved Lovecraft Country, which I haven't watched yet. It's on my list. Um so and he was in and the I've five heard bloods, nothing right? but good things about it, and then obviously Marvel pulled in an actor from it. So I I have high hopes for this dude too. So he was in the Five Bloods too, right? He was, yes. Yeah. So um, with Chadwick. 
Yeah, yeah. Which which that was that was a you know a pretty popular movie when it came out. I say mm-hmm. that like it came out a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like with Netflix, you know, everybody watches it, and then it's like it's on to the next. Right. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, like by all accounts, this dude's a really good actor, and the idea is really interesting. I have no idea what they're going to do bringing in Kang the Conqueror in the next Ant-Man movie. Right. Um, but he, he plays around with like time and uh, uh, like the multiverse and things like that. So obviously Ant-Man's the one who kind of got the Avengers into time travel. Mm-hmm. So he probably, yeah, he'll, he'll probably play into that aspect of it a little bit. I also do know that he's involved with the young Avengers, which um, include like Kate Bishop and a bunch of, characters that are being introduced into the MCU these days. So mm-hmm. there are some people theorizing that it's going to make a lot of sense if they like start uh, the young Avengers in Ant-Man three somehow. Mm-hmm. So, cause, um, cause uh, Scott Lang, Paul Rudd, AKA Ant-Man, he, uh, his daughter is going to be like, like a superhero at some point too. And we saw nice. her in uh Endgame. Yeah grown up she was young in the ant-man movies now she's cassie yeah cassie yeah, and yes, we do cassie. a five-year time jump yep yeah so we'll have cassie kate bishop and some other ones that they're that they're introducing so who knows does she have ant-man powers is that what her deal I, is i believe so okay um you said kang plays with time and multiverse stuff like that so do, do we think this is going to tie in with the new doctor strange movie probably because i know wandavision is and then this it and that's what's nice about marvel is everything there is that sense of continuity. Everything actually does go together cohesively, and it feels good. Right, exactly. Versus DC, where they try to smash a bunch of things together, and it feels bad. Bad DC. Marvel, good. Marvel, good. Uh, DC, bad. Now, I have a question for you. So, I believe it was the director, maybe the writer, can't remember, but we know Ant-Man 1 was just called Ant-Man. Ant-Man 2 was called Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. And then he said they're going to keep that the wasp like the wasp and ant-man are now a team so like they're going to be billed together moving forward Mm -hmm. so my question it's a stupid question but i thought i'd ask it i'll probably give you a stupid answer all right is it going to be called ant-man and the wasp 3 or ant-man and the wasp 2 because the first one was ant-man this is the third movie in that series but it's only the second ant-man and the wasp you see what i'm saying Am I, I see. Sense? I see exactly what you're saying. You're making sense, but I don't think that it would make sense for them to call it either of those things. So, what do you think they're going to call it? Like Ant Man and the Wasp, whatever the subtitle is. I think it. I think okay. I'm going to go ahead and call it. I think it's going to be called Ant Man and the Wasp, and then a verb. Uh, like Spider Man Homecoming. Spider. Mm-hmm. Well. <laughs> well, not a verb. I I meant one word thing though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm going to call that. It's not going to be like a a colon. After Ant-Man and the Wasp, I think it's going to oh. be Ant-Man and the Wasps, like, do something. Oh, I see. Ant-Man and the Wasp, fuck. Yes. Ant-Man and the Wasp, drive. Ant-Man yes. and the Wasp, drink. Ant-Man and the Wasp, drive and fuck. <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp, okay, colon, I see what roadhead. I'd, I'd be down with that. That's cool. I was just yeah. curious how they were going to name it because of the inconsistent titles from before, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I think it would be stupid if it was like Ant Man and the Wasp two. Right. When the first one was just Ant Man, I don't know. No, I'm with you. I don't want them to introduce a number in the third movie. Okay. 
Well, I mean, Iron Man was just Iron Man. What if they say, what if they call it um, Wasp and Ant-Man? Oh, that would get confusing. Mm-hmm, sure would. It's also harder to say, I feel like. The Wasp and Ant-Man. Oh, you the, with with the V in there, it's it's a little easier. But just like Wasp and Ant-Man is kind of... They're just going to call it Wasp-Man. Really just conflate the two. <laughs> yep. I like it. Well, we have reached the point where we get to our main topic, and I want to preface this main topic with a big spoiler alert. Can you hit the spoiler alert button for me? I thought you had that. Um, nope. I think it's one of those like Russian keys where we got to do it at the same time. Okay. Yeah. One, two, three. Spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. Nice. I think that works. Um. We're going to talk about The Boys episodes one through four of season two. Um, so I will put a timestamp in the description for when we're done talking about it. If you want to fast forward to the outro and, and all of our last regards and, and all that. Um, but if you haven't watched episodes one through four of The Boys season two. Get out of here. Leave. Yeah, get out. Go or, on. Or get. be spoiled if you're not if you don't care about spoilers. I don't give a shit. All right. This is your last chance. We're going now. All right. So episodes one through four. We know we got the first three episodes last fr two Fridays ago. And then last mm -hmm. Friday, we got episode four. Um, we're halfway through the season already, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, what, are, what are your general, th general thoughts? I think it's been awesome so far. Yeah, no, um, I agree. I think it's been better than season one so far. Mm -hmm. I like it. It seems like there's more action. It's almost there's almost more fucked up things going on. Mm -hmm. Um, we still have like an air of mystery about it, mainly just kind of surrounding Stormfront and like mm -hmm. what her role is and everything. Slash Liberty. Slash Liberty. Yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, there's been some really funny scenes. Um, a lot of the stuff with the deep has been hilarious. Of um, course. Of course. He's just <laughs> the butt of all the jokes now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so I was, I mentioned during one of our rewatches that the deep, the, the scene with the deep on the beach with the whale, the mm -hmm. way that he's talking to the seven when they show up and like being apologetic to, um, to a starlight and like acting like he's like this reformed man who's all about like speaking your truth. And, right. And, uh, and star starlight says like, why the fuck? And she was like, why the fuck would I ever like want you back on the team or like forgive you? And he just goes, well, we don't have to use language. <laughs> right. No, um, he he's like he's funny in his patheticness. Right, right, definitely. Um I really so I like the Stormfront Homelander dynamic where mm, yeah. she's kind of like like usurping him a little bit and he oh, obviously yeah. is taking it very poorly because <laughs> of, of because of his insane brain. Um yeah, it, it's been it's been pretty cool. Oh yeah, no. What I agree. Think? It's definitely been great i think you hit it on the head there's been more action it's more i feel like there's been more um episodes that aren't like fillers or like catch my breath kind of episodes mm -hmm. than there were last season which i don't need to catch my breath i like I, I like doing that and i think that might be uh because there i feel like the first season released all at once and this season they're doing it in chunks so that's your time to catch your breath you know what mm -hmm. i mean yep um which I've, I found a lot of people, I found, I read a lot of people are 
like bombarding the Rotten Tomatoes with like bad scores because it didn't release all yeah, at once. I saw that too. And people are stupid. Like it's so yes. stupid. Like, God, like people are so spoiled. They, for real, like shows have been releasing on a weekly basis for years. As long as like, shows like have been around for the right. beginning of shows. Yeah, yeah, this whole like binging and releasing it all at once is a very new phenomenon. And honestly, sometimes I enjoy um, having to wait because if I do get to binge it, I'm going to binge it all and I'm gonna be like, I want more. And I, that almost yep. feels worse than like spreading it out. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's like with like with Un- Umbrella Academy, you know, pretty good show. We both enjoy yep. it. Um, I binge the hell out of it in one day and it's like, OK, now what? Right. I had to go back and rewatch season one after that because I was like, I just need more Umbrella Academy. Yeah. 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 No, I like it. I mean, uh, when this Friday came around and I had the revelation uh, after I got off work, oh, shit, the boys is out. Right. I watched it after work and it was like it, it felt good. It was good. Yeah, No, it's a good feeling. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. I get a new episode now yeah. instead of I, people are just stupid and spoiled. You hit it on the head. I don't mm-hmm. understand. And Eric Kripke, he came out. He's like, yeah, I, why shit on something that you love? Right. When like in in the comments they're saying, Yeah, love the show, wish it would have released all at one all at once and then giving it a bad score. I'm like, you realize like tanking it is not gonna help and why would you do that to a show you say you love? You know what I mean? Right. That's yeah, the whole the whole like review bombing culture that we have these days. Like you know how people did it with The Last of Us Two when parts of the plot leaked and yeah. things like that. Like those aren't like you guys are you guys are review bombing these these like products for the wrong reasons like if it's bad then write a bad review but if there's just something you don't like about like its release or like its production or like something like that like that does not warrant a million bad reviews right yeah exactly come on guys you're kind of ruining it in the long run right and that's our psa on stop review bombing shit that you like you dumbass you dumb dumbs anyway back to this amazing season two so I like, I like how it starts out with, obviously the boys are like established now. Um, right. In season one, you know, Huey was still trying to find like where he kind of fit in with everything. And even if he should be involved and now he's like, he's in, like he's fully in. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still, you know, emotional here and there. Um, I mean, he's not, still, not as much. Right. Right. Mostly about like the starlight stuff. Yeah. He was, I mean, he was <laughs> when he was inside of that, whale carcass he, oh yeah he, he was kind he of was fucked done. up yeah. <laughs> with the whales like beating heart next to him right <laughs> oh man what a what a crazy scene too and another classic deep scene where he gets one of his friends killed in an animal right i would hate to be like called upon by the deep at this point it's like the dolphin right. this whale like what's next what's really funny is that and i knew exactly how it was going to end because they showed it in the previews with the the boat going through the whale but what's really funny is that um, when the deep first showed up in that scene, it was actually pretty badass. Like with the it sharks, was. with the sharks, yeah. and then the whale breaching next to the the boat, and the deep riding on its back. Like, yeah, what's up on the deep? Um, and then he just he just puts the whale on the beach. He gets on top of it, puts his hands on his hips, like <laughs> like some like triumphant hero pose. And the whale even uh, does its blowhole thing and like sprays right. water it comes down and he like, like shakes his head a little bit. He's like, <laughs> yeah, this is my moment. <laughs> and then it obviously and all then goes Butcher to shit. puts on that devilish smile and just fucking rams. 
Yeah. And then whenever Butcher walks out of that whale carcass, what does he say? Fucking diabolical. Yes, he does. I, I loved it. I was like, oh, shit, he said it. He said it. Yeah. That, I was like that, that Leo meme that Leo, from uh, Once Upon a Time. That DiCaprio meme. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, what do you think about Stormfront? Talk... Do what? What do you think about Stormfront? Um, Stormfront is very interesting because we didn't get her, like, racistness until episode three, right? So Until these they first threw two... it right in our face. Right. Yes. So the the first two episodes, they're building her up like she's saying everything Starlight wishes she could. She's like the anti-Vought superhero. She's mm-hmm. like sticking it to the man. Like everybody's loving her. She's, she's making jokes and stuff. She's streaming. Right. Um. She's like telling it like it is. Right. Like mm-hmm. this. They're not really on a base. Like like they would eat MREs or whatever she says. She even and, um. She even gives Starlight like a pep talk. Like. Come on, baby right. girl. Sometimes you can just say the shit you want to say. And you're like, right. okay, she's like, you know, she's kind of got, she's got a good head on her shoulder. She's, you know, doing, she's like moving in the right direction here. Right. And I was kind of like, like, I was kind of liking her. I was like, oh shit, mm-hmm. she's pretty cool. She's badass. I mean, her powers and are then, dope. And then, what? Her powers are dope? Yeah. yeah. And then she hits us with that fucking like yellow bastard line. And I was like, oh, fuck. But even before the yellow bastard line, she brutally murdered just an innocent bystander who, of color. Uh, yes. At the beginning of that scene, right when she entered that apartment. Like, right. Absolutely and then the, the two kids. The yeah, kids. And that apartment was just full of, you know, people of color. And she completely tore that fucking place to the ground. <laughs> now, I didn't get that at first. Like, when she blew in there and she like kills that dude i was like oh she's just another kind of homelander she doesn't right. really care she's just kind of doing this and then she killed the kids i was like oh that's a little fucked up and then we see that black guy on the stairs that she like fucks up yep. and then i was like oh wait a second and so it took me a minute and then like the the line she says to kenji i was like ah there it is she's yep. like yep. full-on racist which i told you in our rewatch that the male comic counterpart of stormfront was a nazi and this version of stormfront is too because um well you know you know about like that nazi website and stuff and that nazi like organization yes. stormfront mm-hmm. um also her her uniform i didn't really notice it when i was watching the first three episodes because it doesn't really like zoom in on any of it but her uniform has so much nazi uh symbolism on it it's crazy it's like an what? eagle right yeah like that eagle symbol that they always used to use is her belt um She's got the uh, the SS kind of like lightning bolt symbol, and her earrings as well. Yeah, her earrings too. Um, yeah. And and literally in I think it was episode four when she did that pep talk to the crowd, she was shit talking Vought, and then she like did the lightning thing and levitated and then like zoomed away. Mm-hmm. Um, people in the sign were literally ho- or, sorry, people in the crowd were literally holding signs with that SS lightning bolt on it. Oh yeah, damn. Um, so yeah, lots of. Lots of Nazi symbolism there. Lots of racism. Obviously, you see her scene as Liberty back in the day where she's very racist and she kills a guy just for being black and she says yeah, it straight like, to his face. So I thought you were supposed to help people or something. She's like, I am by killing you black piece of shit or something like yep. that. Yep. I'm black for people who don't know, so I can say black piece of shit. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So we'll, and now we know that she's like really old, like in her 70s or something. Right, so. which I was going to say, um, so... Comic book Stormfront, we know he's a dude, but he was also the first super. And so okay. a, 
a theory that's going around. Mr. Edgar in episode one, I believe it is, when he's telling the story of Dr. Vaught, he says that he was a Nazi scientist that Mm -hmm. America brought over to help them do yada, yada, yada. Right. So uh, I'm thinking that um, she's still the first super, but she was like a Nazi brought over for... So we still get that like Nazi racist kind of deal. It's just told in a different way. Yeah, that makes sense. That would make perfect sense. And have you been watching there's another show i just saw it in the related tab and i watched a couple of them oh i guess four of them um it's like a it's not called this i can't remember what it's called but it's like a after the thrones did you watch that it's like a breakdown with aisha tyler for the um, boys of the boys yeah no no i saw it up there but i haven't i haven't watched it yet but i want to gotcha i think it was on this that i saw that i i've been looking at a lot of stuff but they're talking about how um they got lucky with like, cause they didn't realize how um, we're not a political show, but like how polarizing our, our country is right now. And mm-hmm. they didn't realize it was going to get to this point here and they had already made the show. So it was just kind of like coincidence that it happened yeah. to be like that. As I was watching it with Leo, my roommate, um, <laughs> I, I literally was saying like, okay, that's relevant. Okay. That's relevant. Okay. That's right. relevant. <laughs> Right, and they didn't realize it was going to be this relevant when they shot it, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, <laughs> while we're on the topic of Stormfront, I, I was browsing through the, the boys' Reddit because I like the memes and, and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And apparently there's, like, all these people, like, trying to defend Stormfront because I guess they liked her when she was, like, the cool talk shit to Vought thing. Mm-hmm. And she says some obviously racist stuff, but then there's those people. And she's who are a like, murderer. Well, yeah, they're straight all up murderers. cold-blooded, right? She's a murderer. She says all this racist shit. Like, she's not a good person. Obviously, like objectively, mm-hmm. is that right? Objectively, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. you would like to you would like to say that she's objectively a bad person, but obviously, like yes. you said, a lot of people don't agree, or right. I don't know about a lot, but some people. Right, but people are, like, trying to defend her or whatever, and uh, there was some guy who, like, gave this brilliant, like, fucking Reddit comment, had a bunch of awards, um, but he was talking about how that's exactly what's going on right now, is, like, people yep. are, like, uh, what's the word, justifying what they think the person is because of how they th- perceive them, even when the evidence is, like, thrown in their face, they're still right. somehow going through all these loops to be like, no, they're not really that bad. You know what I mean? Blah, blah, blah. And I was, it was just crazy how, how relevant, like you were saying it is. Um, yeah. That's a really good point you bring up there. Yeah. It's a, that's like a nice, like nutshell, um, like version of what's actually happening in real life. Like it's a nice, like, uh, it's, it's a very simple way to just like put the two together. It's, right. Yeah. It works really well. And I feel like it sucks. It's, it's crazy to like you see it on the bigger scale like where we are in the world right now you see it on the bigger scale but then to see it like small scale this one little tv show this one little character and see people like actually like you can see them like trying to process how this can be and how they can like justify what this person is doing to still say they're a good person like that's really like boiled down and then blow it up and you can see like it's it's happening in real life that's also a very reddit thing in general True. Yeah. Um, but yes, no, she's obviously a bad person. And if you um, like her in her 
badness, I think you should probably reevaluate your beliefs. Yeah. Yep. And that's all I'll say about that. Hey, facts are facts are facts. Proofs in your face. Accept it or don't. Exactly. And that's about as political as Clay and I will get on this show. But hey, but she has memes, so she's good. She's she's good in my book. Yeah. Um so speaking of yeah. memes, I've been seeing a lot of uh Homelander milk memes. <laughs> this guy's horny for milk. Yeah, the milk. He, he, yeah, he, this man just can't get enough of that milk. Oh, he even warms it up milk, with his what? What did you think when we saw Stillwell? Okay, so at first I kind of had forgotten about Doppelganger. Um and I Me thought too. maybe so when when she first showed up, I was like, okay, this is just like happening in Homelander's head or something. Yep, my because, thoughts. Because uh-huh. I know that he's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he revealed himself as doppelganger, it was like, okay, that's that makes obviously way more fucking sense. Right. No, yeah. <laughs> it's, I was it's, like, oh, this must be like a dream sequence or something. And then I was, she was sitting on the couch watching me. I was like, are, did did they have like some cloning technology or something? Like I was trying to like figure yeah. out. I was, yeah, I was kind of thinking of things like that too. Um, but, but yeah, doppelganger like makes too much sense. I really liked how pissed off Homelander got when he like accidentally switched back that one time. (laughs) And then, and then doppelganger goes back to Stillwell and he's like, Oh my, my best little boy, like, come on, like put your head back down on my lap and Homelander like still does, but like, but like slower. (laughs) It's so fucking weird. Yeah, and it was very it was very apparent at the end there that he was just going to kill that dude. Yeah, well, yeah. R.I.P. Yep. Gone, um, gone and also forgotten because I forgot about you from season one. <laughs> what do we think about the Church of the Collective? I'm still trying to figure out what their big game is. Yeah, so I don't... What do you think, first and foremost? Honestly, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. They, they obviously want the deep back in the seven... Mm-hmm. And right. they're trying to uh, indoctrinate him into whatever the fuck they got going on. Right. And my only thought is they are trying to infiltrate Vought to, to kind of take over somehow, but maybe they're trying, what is Ezekiel's church? Um, in um, Samaritan's Embrace. Yeah. Maybe they're trying to be the new that, but I really, I have no idea. Yeah. I just, my thing is that I just don't really know that we have enough to know how, actually influential or big they are in like mm-hmm. like to know what they can actually accomplish but it does seem very clear that they're like obviously they want the deep to be back in the seven mm-hmm. um for a reason that we we don't really know but we can kind of guess at and i think you're on the right track um but i don't know i don't i don't know that that anything in the show is is just going to be like that black and white like i don't know that we can exactly sit here and there's just gotta like, be some kind of twist right right um and it's going to be really fucked up yeah, we do. We do know that, and we know the church is big enough because when the seven run into the deep on the beach um, after the whale incident, uh, he starts spouting off some shit, and Stormfront says, "Oh, that's that you Church of the Collective shit, isn't it?" Oh, you join that's them? right. And he's like, "Maybe." So we know they're big enough to where that's like right. people kind of know. I, maybe it's like a Scientology kind of thing, you know? Well, especially especially Stormfront, who's been around for seventy years. True. Um, they might go back deeper than we deeper than we know and they might be involved in more things that have already happened than we know yeah it'll be interesting i i because i i they're running parallel right now and mm-hmm. i know they're going to collide at some point like oh yeah uh, the church of the collective and the the main plot 
Yep. Um, so I'm interested to see when that happens. Dude, how about the how about the whole scene with the the deep and his gills like talking to each other? <laughs> I forgot about that. Um. So the the voice who's the voice of his gills? It's a Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt. Yes. Yes. And that was like immediately when the gills started talking, I was like, they really got Patton Oswalt to come into the show to be the deep gills. Right. It's so fucking funny. Um, you are so beautiful. <laughs> and and it, he like wasn't singing well either. Right. <laughs> it was just Pat and Oswald just singing. Oh God. It was good. And then Homelander tells him to cover it up because it's disgusting after he's just yes. had this like breakthrough. That was hilarious to me. Like it was perfect timing for Homelander to just come in and be like, nah, fuck your gills. You fucking right. freak. <laughs> Um, what else has happened? Becca, we've we've got the Butcher Becca re, re, uh, reunion. That's the one yes. I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. And then we kind of got them torn apart. Right. Yeah, I mean, that was partially Butcher's fault. He made it pretty clear that he didn't give a shit about that kid. Well, yeah. Which that kid is her entire life. Like, literally her entire life revolves around that kid. Right. She doesn't um, really need it. She doesn't have a job or anything. She's just that kid. Right, right. Um. Yeah, I mean it's it's cool to see her, um, but what was what was kind of interesting to me is that I don't I don't know. It, so it seemed like it seemed like the the bone session that her and Homelander had was mm. I had kind of thought it was consensual since she was in the room for three hours and she walked in there with his hand on her back of her own accord. Um, well, like I said they didn't necessarily have to be fucking for the whole three hours. Right. But if it was, if it, well, I guess that's true. Like he could have, I guess he could have like, they could have been doing some kind of work, something. And then, and then like at the end of the three hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Cause when, um, when butcher and Becca first reunited in this season, I kind of was like, wait, why is he so cool with her? Like she banged that dude. And then I guess she made it pretty clear that it wasn't consensual. Right. So I was like, okay, I, I guess, but three hours. Yeah. Um. Are we? We're no. We're definitely gonna see more Becca because yes. Homelander is definitely gonna go back to see the kid. Yep. But I, yeah, that ahead. I yeah I just I like the scene where Homelander throws him off the roof, um, and then he <laughs> and then he gets pissed off and pushes Homelander to the ground. Right. I like, I I texted you about this. I like how like, uh, well-mannered and like proper he is and yada, yada, yada. And then all of a sudden he just like, get the fuck out of here. Like, fuck you. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah. And did you notice, cause I definitely didn't. Um, my brother pointed it out to me. They recast the kid from the end of season one. I noticed that immediately. I did not catch on to that. The kid, yeah, the kid had blonde hair. Um, he did, yeah. Totally he different. More Homelandery. He looked a lot more like Homelander, and that's that's the first thing I noticed. I was like, wait, they picked a kid who looks less like Homelander. He looks more like Becca, though. Yes. Yeah. And I saw a meme that said the next kid will look like both of them. The next actor they choose. Yeah. <laughs> what if they just choose the next kid is just going to be like a young version of Butcher for no reason? He's got like black, <laughs> like spiky hair, kind of. He's got like a gruff, a gruff like look to him. Um, <laughs> just for no so reason. We know how unhinged Butcher, what like he punched the shit out of Huey, and he's like, "You get between me and the missus again, I'll, I'll kill you or whatever." Yep. Like that's his whole thing is getting to her. She has effectively denied him. Right. How unhinged is he going to be now? 
I think it can go it can go either way. So he's going to be really pissed off, but I think there's there's actually a chance that this softens him up a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think we still have a lot of crazy butcher shit to come. Yeah, because we Becca said that this was always like who he was. Like we thought he was like a nicer guy when Becca was around, which he was a nicer guy, but she yeah. said this was always like she was like him. you were always like one second away from beating somebody to death in a parking lot. Right. So Which was kind of surprising to me because he seemed like he was like a much much more stable uh guy back then. Maybe it's just because he had a clean shaven face. Maybe. But I was going to say that we're also seeing these like memories and flashbacks from his point of view. So maybe in his right. mind he was but she saw who he actually was. Or or he was just thinking of the good stuff. That too, yeah. That's a good um, point. Anything I one more thing. What is an eagle the fucking archer? Um, he has <laughs> he is like bought into the Kool-Aid of the Church of the Collective so yep. hard. And he's out there protecting Kroger's. Yep. <laughs> that is his uh his uh job. Yep, yeah, that's that's a pretty funny character. Learning um, learning how to accept that that his superpower, which is just being good at shooting arrows, I guess. Right. <laughs> I, I want to see that like what like he just like has deadly aim or he can do it really fast like does he have he's any probably kind of... just he's probably just a Hawkeye type of guy like he's just he's got good aim well yeah he's obviously like a green arrow Hawkeye type dude right. but but he was given compound V so I'm I'm wondering if he's got that kind of like invulnerability that we see a, a lot of supers have yeah yeah they do all seem to be very very strong and durable mm -hmm. um I thought it was funny how his whole thing was like, they helped me accept that the arrow, the bow and arrow is an ancient like art form. <laughs> and she's like, like repeating it, like mouthing it as yep, he's saying yep. it. <laughs> oh, oh, good man. stuff. So where do we, where do we think we're headed in this second half? We're going to learn more about Stormfront. Uh, Definitely. Which I am very, in I'm interested in backstories and like origins. Yep. Um, so I'm very interested to see. Especially one that goes back that far. Right. Mm -hmm. to the 40s at least yeah so we're gonna see more memes um so i don't i don't know how vaught is gonna handle stormfront or if there's a reason she can get away with trashing them like she does because in i believe it was episode four she was in front of a crowd literally just shit talking vaught like as much as she could have possibly done yes like like vaught is this terrible company they think you know they want you to believe this but they're really doing this like this mm -hmm. this and this like I'm sitting there like, how is how is she allowed to get away with saying this stuff? Yeah, I meant to bring this up because Mr. Edgar is the one who brought her into the Seven. Mm -hmm. And this is not new. Like, she's been, like, this outspoken type of hero for the, the whole period of time, right? right? Since she was in Portland or Seattle or wherever the fuck she's from. Seattle. Oh. Because of the rain. I thought it was Portland. I thought Maeve says oh, Seattle, no, no, she no. says Portland. They thought, yeah, they thought she was from Seattle, but she's actually from Portland. Right. Um, but so she's all, she's been this outspoken hero in quotes and Mr. Edgar's the one who brought her in. So he, he has to have known that she was going to like shit talk vault and all that. So yeah, I was curious about that as well. Also, Vought's been around for a, a decent amount of time. She obviously started off as Liberty and is now Stormfront. So, and they paid to cover up, um, when she killed that black dude in North Carolina. Speaking of which, side tangent, that I'm I 
have family in Garner, and that does not look like Garner. But that's that's all I gotta say. I doubt it is. I doubt they went to Garner to film. No, I know, but they could have at least. That, that was just like uh, like all right, we're we're shooting something that's supposed to be in the South. What was this? What's the South look like? And mm-hmm. then they just like generic South. But I mean, you, you just, know, Atlanta's like a big filming location. It's probably just somewhere in Georgia. They shoot in Toronto. Oh yeah, that's right. I did know that. Yeah. So it's probably okay. in Canada somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, it's yeah, it is. But that was just from being from North Carolina. That was just like my one gripe. Um, but back to what I was saying. So, um, we know Vaught paid off that family when she killed that black guy. Um, so I'm curious, like, how they don't know how like racist she is and like her whole kind of deal about shit talking and why he would have chosen to place her in the seven. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Edgar, something we didn't mention, that conversation he had with Homelander where he put him in his place. Oh, that was, yes. That was pretty dope. I did text you after that, and I asked it, if you thought maybe Edgar had slipped himself some compound V, and that might be like a, a twist at the end. That's why he's not like... like Scared of Homelander. Madeline would stand up to Homelander, but you could also see the fear in her when she was doing it. Oh, yeah. Whereas Edgar, noth- nothing. Like, he's like straight, like... right. I don't give a fuck. Like, I mean, this is what's going to happen. I mean, the leverage that he's working with is pretty solid, but I, I don't know. I don't, it, it just seems hard to believe that any human with no like advancements or augmentations would, would just feel like they can do that. I don't know. Exactly. That's why I thought he might've shot himself up with some compound V or something. Yeah. I guess we're just going to have to see how it plays out. See how it plays out. Oh, that dare, daredevil copycat that he just fucking busts in the ears. Oh my. Okay, d- that guy's dead, right? That was so much blood. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't think it. Re- they really played it like he killed him, but the yeah, blood I think he's because he was still crying and and yelling on the ground. Yeah, but blood was still pouring out of his brain. <laughs> he's also a soup. I guess, but like, you only have so much blood. Maybe it's maybe, just like maybe one of his. Maybe one of his powers is infinite blood. <laughs> That's my head cannon now. <laughs> oh man, now you're just another fucking blind guy. <laughs> that was so Yeah, just like I thought. Yeah, this was so funny. All right. Um yeah, so oh yeah, we didn't mention what's her name? Ashley is like the new Madeline, but not really. Homelander no. is now running the show. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't really seem to have any sway, but I guess she's just somebody in the in a position where he can just tell her what to do within yeah. the company. I guess like with and that like, uh, test, that blind test, or like what sounds better, super villains, super terrorists, yada yada yada. Homelander loves that term, super villains. He does every single time someone would say super terrorists, he'd be like, mm, no, super villains, right? Um. But no, yeah, I'm really happy with this first half we got. I know it's probably only going to get better. I can't mm-hmm. wait till Friday so I can watch the next episode and, and come and discuss it. And then talk um, about it. Yeah. Where I think it's headed, um, I think we've said everything. We're definitely going to get some... The, the, I, I can't see where the twist is going to come. It's got to be like on the storm front. On the storm front. On the storm front. front, front. Yeah. Um. It's it, the twist is coming in that realm somewhere because the boys the boys are like doing their thing, but I can't really tell you what exactly they're trying to do because Huey and Starlight released Compound V. Nobody really gave a fuck. Bought, pivoted that. 
Um, so I don't really know what their next course of action is. Butcher ditched them to go save Becca, who doesn't want to be saved. Yep. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I. I think. I think most of the the twists are going to come around Stormfront and and Vought, like her history with Vought, the reasoning mm-hmm. why she was brought back to Vought and everything mm-hmm. like that. I think it's going to be kind of like the main twist. We're going to find out a lot more about Vought. Is Vogelbaum German, like a German name? Um, I mean, it's a Jewish name, so mm-hmm. could be. I was thinking because, you know, um, they had that thing on the TV about Vogelbaum being alive, but like in some kind of condition or something. And I didn't know if maybe like you don't show something like that and not have it come into play later. So I feel like we're going to see more of him in some capacity. Probably. And I was wondering if maybe he changed his name to vocal bomb and he was like the original thought, but I'm thinking of that picture they showed of the founder and it. I don't think they look alike. So scratch what I just said. Yeah. But I mean, he might still have a, a role to play in like the history of like Homelander's um, upbringing and, like everything that happened around that time too. Yeah. Awesome. You got anything else? Nope. Alrighty. Well, guys, you can now listen. There are no more spoilers for the boys. We're done talking about the boys right now. Make sure you catch up. God damn is a good show. Um, God damn. God damn. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at masters.cultureverse. Interact with us. Tell us what you want to see, what you don't want to see. Give us some topics to talk about. Throw some stuff at us. We don't care. You can email us, masters.cultureverse at gmail.com. You can let us know what you like, what you don't like there as well. Or if you just have a comment about something we said, or if we said something wrong and you want to correct us, whatever you want. Just interaction. It's nice, right? Um, I'm Caleb. That's Clay. We're the Masters of the Cultureverse, and we will see you next week. Oh, <laughs> we're releasing on a Tuesday. Um, that's going to be our new release day um, moving forward just because football happens on Sundays when we used to record, and we want to be able to tell you guys about the football games. So, um, yeah, Tuesday is going to be the new release schedule moving forward until indefinitely. It's indefinite now, just like Wonder Woman 84. But it really means Christmas. But it really means Christmas. So Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. We'll see you next week. You are so beautiful to me.